Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the second hour of Ghost Chronicles Radio. Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde bombshell herself, and Carrigan. Well, hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm back. So you're back from your your wedding. How was the wedding? Oh, yeah. My daughter got married on Friday, and it was just fabulous and amazing and emotional. And, oh, (laughs) I'm trying not to cry. Um, It was just wonderful. It was like a fairy tale. (laughs) Why would you cry? I don't get that. Emotions make you cry, Ron. I know you don't understand that but yeah that's stuff happens i cried when Karina was on the show <laughs> oh you did yeah, i did well yeah. there you go that's called emotions ah yeah people ah. feel them so you're crying for happiness or crying because your daughter's getting married oh, or God. you're losing your daughter is that what no, it is not losing my daughter i'm well, gaining see, a son-in-law i don't I get have, it then. i have a son-in-law i am I'm so excited to have a son-in-law because I only have two kids. I have a girl mm-hmm. and I have a boy. So I only get one son-in-law and one daughter-in-law. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited to have a son-in-law. Yeah, there you go. And I will be very excited to have a daughter-in-law in May. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> fun just never ends. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I know it. it so, was- go ahead. It, it, and, and anybody in Massachusetts be getting married, I heartily recommend the Five Bridge Inn in Rehoboth, Massachusetts, because it was just amazing. Certainly better than the beer cat in in Maine, where 130 people got the virus. Do you know, okay, so I have relatives who live in Maine, okay? Mm -hmm. All my, my, my family, my side of the family, lives up in Maine, and my niece is actually an ER nurse at um, Maine Medical. Mm -hmm. So, and they all know the inside scoop on that wedding, Mm-hmm. They said it is the teeniest, tiniest venue, and they just packed all these people in there, way more uh, people than they were supposed to have. Uh, and it's in, it's inside. You know, mm-hmm. it's not outside. We were all outside at our wedding. Right. That's uh, great. And, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> they were talking to me about that at the rehearsal dinner, and they're like, that place is so teeny tiny. And they just had all these people packed in there. What did they think was going to happen? You know? Yeah, it's a shame. So it's terrible. And it's terrible because it's somebody's wedding day. Yep. It's and I've got to think of all the deaths that happened from that wedding. <laughs> well, did anybody actually die? Oh, yeah. It's like it's 13 or something, last I heard. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them died. One of the women was uh, a nurse at a old age home or whatever you call it and yeah. so that she brought it in there and oh, the residents there died and it's like oh yeah this this i guess i forget the amount but it's a it's a rather large amount uh, when you, if you read it go check it out and i'm sure it'll tell you in the internet i'd rather not 
<laughs> it's another lies, anyways. But, uh, well, uh, we just had a very small wedding mm-hmm. outside, plenty of room. We were in a tent with open yeah. sides that seats 300, and we had 60 people. <laughs> yeah. Well spread across. So, so I, I had a question about the wedding because uh, if, for those who don't know, if you're not a friend of Van's, uh, shame on you. But anyways, uh, she posts pictures of everything. Now, the, did you make all those things? The centerpieces? Yeah. I did. Wow, those were gorgeous. Thank you. Well, Tom, so Tom, so there was a, a like a pallet, a, a box underneath the lantern made of pallet wood mm-hmm. that my husband made all those, 20 of those. Of course, oh, we didn't wow. end up needing 20 because we were going to have 20 tables originally and we only had 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so he made them all out of pallet wood and then the beautiful flower rings I made and the lanterns we ordered and put a yeah, candle in. Nice. Thank you. I worked what about for- that wedding cake? I didn't make the wedding cake. Where'd that cake? Well, wait a minute. Now, I, I don't know if it was the wedding cake or not. I saw a cake. It was like black or something. They had a, a figure of a cat in, in a hut. Is, is that, was that, what was that? Was that the wedding cake? Yeah, they just, well, we had cupcakes. We had well, cup- what was this thing? What was this so, big cake? It was a white cake. It wasn't black. <laughs> what is this cake that, that it, it has a it black was, silhouette? It was just, so it's just a white cake it was no no i want to know what this other cake was there wasn't another cake there was a white cake which was no this is a a black cake with a black silhouette of a husband and a wife and a black cat well somebody else's then i was on somebody else's page it was no black cake okay that was it looked like something you would make no yeah it well i could have but i mean it was it had the silhouette on the top my daughter ordered it on Etsy and it's a, a groom and a bride. Yep. With a little kitty cat. Oh, it is the cake then. Side. And cuz they have their cat Tiger. Yeah, so it is the cake I saw then. So you didn't make that, okay. No. No. Okay. But yeah, it was a really cute little wedding topper cuz they love their little kitty. Yeah, okay. Now that's the one I was talking about. They yeah. couldn't have him there. He would not have done well with a, a wedding. <laughs> but it was really cute. <laughs> yeah, they stuck it uh, in the top. Yeah, I did see that. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Good. I thought it was mm-hmm. crazy. All right, so anyway. So that's uh, my big news. She's finally married. Pressure's off, uh, at least until my son gets married in May. And then I won't have to do nearly as much because I'm the mother of the groom. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Huh? I just have to show up pretty much. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was all lovely, very mm-hmm. lovely. So early, on the earlier show, Steve and I were talking about uh, quite a few things, and a lot of it's got to do with dreams, synchronicity, and consciousness, and biolocating, and, and everything. So have you had any of those experiences yourself? I mean... Do you believe in coincidences or synchronicity? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I think, well, do I believe in coincidence? I mean, I think there's many coincidences, but 
sometimes so I think that things really happen for a reason. That's synchronicity. Okay, so synchronicity. Yes, I believe in synchronicity. Absolutely. Um, even even though it, it could be proven that mathematically that it, it really isn't. Um, how would you prove that? that? It, it, it's, you can very easily prove it. Mathematics proves everything. You okay. Can, uh, you can prove mathematically randomness. Okay. Yeah. So if I happen to have an experience with meeting someone and helping them and, you know, maybe changing the course of their life, that mm -hmm. would be mathematically explained? The meeting them, which is the, the, the important part of it, mm -hmm. is, is mathematically explained, yes. It's, for instance, if, if you were... Let's look this way. You uh, you go into a city and mm -hmm. you're thinking of Lizzie, and you yeah. turn around a corner and you walk into Lizzie. Uh huh. And so you would say, "Oh, that's synchronicity." I just think any of you, but mathematics can prove that the randomness of of that coincidence is is really not that high. It's rather low. Okay. Even though she lives. Yeah, well, I, to, I don't want to get in too much into some of this stuff. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, it can. Okay. So the odds of her getting on a plane, flying to Boston. You have to know all the... Boston. Uh, yep. At the same moment, without knowing. Yep. I'd it's say, explainable. I'd say it's not... I call bull... bull there is no bull. <laughs> it's mathematics. It's it's proof. It's evidence. Bull, bull Evidential. Well, I don't know. You'd have to do some pretty. You'd have to have a pretty good, big whiteboard to write that all out. And yeah, it's it's pretty intriguing how they do it because if you look at all different things that go into it, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, and and sometimes the synchronicity, for instance, now you believe in signs, right? Signs. Yeah, signs yes. from the dead. Yeah. People. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you and I always talked about uh, Emma's penny, right? Yes. Yeah. But it, once again, that, that it's looked at scientifically, or mathematically, excuse me, in, in that it's really uh, not, those pennies are really not that unusual. Well, obviously they could drop out of someone's pocket. You're right, but right. The, the thing is, for instance, if you uh, and, and we talk about this a lot of times, uh, even on the morning show with Lou, is that for instance, you're thinking about buying a Jeep, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you see tons of Jeeps on the road. Oh, you see. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that not that they weren't there before; it's just that consciously you're now aware of them. Mm -hmm. So. You know, that once again, that's another mathematical thing that can be explained. And so, I mean, there are, we, you know, we really don't understand consciousness uh, totally. It's, we really don't. We don't even know where consciousness is in our brain or uh, if it is in our brain. Uh, we have no real scientific, we have some theories about it, but uh, we can't even explain consciousness. So, 
it's it's difficult. Uh, th- th- we spent a whole hour talking about all of this last show, and and uh, if you haven't heard it, you can go on the Ghost Chronicles International. Be up probably tomorrow and and podcast, and you can listen to it. Uh, it was pretty intriguing, actually. But we, we talk all about randomness and uh, also synchronicity, and also greater consciousness. Uh, you know, independent invention where people invent things at the same time. Uh, It's so many strange things. Uh, Old hag syndrome, which is believed to be paranormal, but... What's that? Old hag syndrome? Old hag syndrome? Uh, There's there's another word for it. Uh, Sleep uh, uh, paralyzed. What do you call that? Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. Which is explained scientifically. Yeah. My daughter gets that. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a natural thing. It occurs because our brain emits chemicals during the night, so that when we dream, we don't kill each other in bed. Uh, <laughs> it, it paralyzes the body to prevent it from moving when huh? we're dreaming. And so, what occurs sometimes is we wake up, but we're still the chemicals haven't dissipated from our dreams, and it, it's that. Uh, uh, that's why we can't move or we have a heaviness on our chest sometimes. Okay. Yeah. It's, so all yeah. these people that always say to us when we do a paranormal investigation, something was holding me down in the bed. Do you think that's attributed to old hag syndrome? It could very well be. Now, yeah. I can't tell you exactly because I wasn't there and I don't well, know I what the conditions was and everything. But, I mean, but I've yes. had many people mm-hmm. when doing an investigation tell me that, you know, whoa, I feel like something was sitting on me and I couldn't move and I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, you can look, learn, you know, uh, look on the internet, I'm sure. And you'll find a lot of information on it. Uh, But yeah, I, I had my first experience of that. I think last year, uh, but I was totally cognizant of it, and so I knew what it was as it happened. I was, in fact, I tried to prolong it, but I couldn't uh, mm-hmm. after a while. But uh, yeah, and uh, Steve and I, Steve told me that he had had several bouts with it as well. But he's mm-hmm. cognizant of it. So I mean, you still it, you feel like there's someone with the room with you, or you even see you, but. You know, it's it's just you're in between that state, so you're, you're not completely conscious. You you're still in that almost dreamlike, mm-hmm. but you also have that paralysis where you can't move. So you you're in that la la land, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty intriguing stuff. The, the whole the whole mind is intriguing. Uh, you know, I I think it can explain a lot of things in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if we learn a lot more about it, mm-hmm. like even bilocation, do you know what bilocation is? No, what is that? I was going to ask you about that when you said Bilo- it. bilocations where you're seen in two places at once. Padre ah. Padre Pio was notorious for that. He's probably the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lincoln uh, has done a style in Queen Elizabeth. Um, the famous Steve was telling me about this French uh, teacher who was. Uh, was the ability to do that as well, but uh, that's that's an intriguing thing too. But it, you know, you're actually see. In fact, he was telling me the the SBR 
the early SBR members conducted experiments where they projected themselves or trans bilocated where they appeared in another member's bedroom at night. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh, it was kinky. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I said. <laughs> it's next to the bathroom. <laughs> Go away! I'm on the john! <laughs> You're not supposed to be in here. Yeah. It's like a, a spectral vow, you know? Yeah, that, that that always intrigued me too. It's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah you, you can't ghost don't visit you in the bathroom. It's like, uh-huh. no, that's not true. Mario <laughs> you <know>. wants to. Mario, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Maureen used to always tell me that. Oh, it's a comic rule. I said, no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, say so. No, I'm there's a lot so. of a lot of cases of of uh, ghosts in the bathroom. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet there are. There are. Uh, when you think about it, a lot of people died in the bathroom. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is true, Elvis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, more than that's <laughs> one, but yeah, there were quite a few people that died in the bathroom. Oh. Uh, Oh, I have a story to tell you. Okay. Uh, so you know Russ, who directs our Ghost Chronicles yep. Next Generation video show. Yep. So I was talking to him it's yesterday. It's on hiatus right now. Sorry, people. On what? It's on hiatus right now. Hiatus. 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 We're not doing it right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been out for a week, so I was just getting caught up with him yesterday when I went back to work finally. And he and his new wife, he is also newly married. He's a newlywed. Oh, I didn't know he got married. Yeah. I totally he, missed that. I never saw a post or anything. Oh, yeah. He, he, I think he posted. <laughs> I didn't well, see it. They just wow. got married in their backyard. Congratulations, so, Russ. Yeah. Congratulations to Russ. They yeah. were supposed to get married Columbus Day weekend, mm-hmm. you know, upcoming. And, of course, with this horrible pandemic mm-hmm. the venue uh they were just going to have it in our local community center the venue said nope no no events and so they had to cancel it so they said you know what we're just going to get married in the backyard we're going to have 10 you know of our nearest and dearest and we're just going to have a jp and we're going to get married and oh. that's what they did they did that in uh may Wow, congratulations, yeah. Russ. I did yep. not know that. Yep. So he is married man. Hmm. Yeah. It's 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 pretty amazing. I'm I'm so happy for them. His um, disposition changed, hopefully. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> so happy. He's been the happiest guy ever. There you I, go. I gotta tell you. And it's uh, all up to you, Ann. It's all because of me. I introduced them. That's right. I introduced them, right? Mm-hmm. The little little matchmaker, the, the little Jewish matchmaker. Right. <laughs> matchmaker. Okay, I won't sing for you, but anyways. So they're Ken, looking. you have a good voice. Thank you. They're looking for a house mm-hmm. in East Bridgewater, and so they looked at this. I real, did see that. <laughs> yeah. So they looked at this really old house from built in the 1800s in East Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, apparently, or over the weekend. And uh, the house apparently is in just deplorable condition. But they both remarked upon walking into the house, they were both immediately just overwhelmingly sad. Both oh, it is the house you want to buy? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, and it, They weren't just sad because the house was such a mess. Right. But 
uh, as they walked around, it was just, you know, just the general atmosphere. And they had walked through the house and walked through this one particular doorway. And then as they were coming back out through the doorway, something fell on Sonia's head, his wife's head. Oh, wow. Right? Not something big, just a, a little sm- It was uh, bones. And they don't know what it's bones from. Little bones. They think it's from a bird or something. <laughs> and Russ is like, there was no place for it to fall from. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, just bam, fell on Sonia's head. And she's oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, it's bones. So you might as well buy that house. Holy crap. So they were really freaked out. Really, really freaked out. And uh, they're like, yep, nope, we're done. Gone. <laughs> We're done with this house. We're not buying this house. But how crazy is that? Actually, uh, we did an investigation uh, at Rick's Cafe in uh, Kingston, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking to Rick. And one day he was going into his office. And then right above his office was bones. And they were there for a while because there was cobwebs on them. But he had never seen the bones before, but they just appeared there. How did he know they were up there for a while? I don't understand. I'm confused. Because they were covered with cobwebs. Oh, he had never seen them because they, they were covered with cobwebs. You can't miss them because they were right over his door. So you have to – If you can't miss them where they are. Oh, uh, okay. He, but it, for years or, that he had the place, they were uh-huh. never there. Oh, that I he, see. That he can recall. But oh, that's icky. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's very creepy. Creepy. I mean, it's it's like, yeah, I, I said, yeah, Russ, you don't want that house because obviously oh, whoever's there was, you know, giving you subtle hints. <laughs> oh, God. So you know what? Maybe you have maybe you have a second career as a matchmaker, and you already got another client. John says, uh, "Yeah, he'll be a you know you can find him one." John would like me to 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 make him a match. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, John. I'll do my best. I don't know too many people in Florida, too many <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you never know which way life takes you, right? <laughs> this is true. I mean, Russ always said to me, he's like. I know the woman in my dreams is out there, but with my luck, she's probably in a coma. So, <laughs> you said that That's forever. funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> all the years, all the years that I've known, I've known him, God, uh, 10, 13, I don't even know, 13, probably longer than that. Mm-hmm. He always said that to me, you know, and I'm like, look, she wasn't in a coma. <laughs> so that, that brings me up to. So you know Russ for thirteen years. Yeah, about maybe a little longer. Before start... I, cause I knew before I started working there. Oh, you did. When when did you start East Bridgewater is most haunted? I started that in two thousand six. Six. Yeah. So that's fourteen years. Yeah. So I known you longer than you knew Russ. Uh well. No, probably about the same because I was producing it out of EB Cam. Okay. Um, and I had produced a face painting show prior to the haunted show. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, I've I've probably so us you must owe him a, know him longer then because yeah. I 
I remember you. I mean, you and I did our first investigation together at yep. at uh, Fort Revere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that that was uh, uh, 13 years ago, you said? Or 14 years ago. Yeah. yeah so. Yes. Yeah, because that was only like my third show, I think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Long time. Yeah. Long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was... Yeah. That was a long time ago. Do you miss uh, East Bridgewater's most haunted? I do. Um, it, it was one of those situations, like when I started it, I I didn't have a full-time job. I was working a part-time job, you know, because my, my kids were still, they weren't young, but um, I just hadn't, I guess I just haven't got, hadn't gotten to that stage in my life yet, you know, where I had the full-time made that switch because I always work part-time when my kids were young. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. That's, that's nice. Cause that's but, good. At least you were there for them. So that's, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That's we cool. always tried to make that happen. We just, yeah. we did just get the warning, the two minute warning, just yeah, for I, 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 story. I acknowledged it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do miss it. I, I wish that I could have that kind of time again. Right. Uh, because I do, I do still love paranormal investigations, and but real life is so busy, um, you know, it's hard to fit it all in. Indubitably, but uh, yeah, it's intriguing. Anyways, uh, we are coming up to the break, so we are going to have to take our break right now. But each bridge is most haunted. How many episodes did you make on that air? <sighs> Six or seven, I think. Wow. I think. I'd have to we had some and I had some in the in in the can as they speak, uh as they say, that I never produced. Oh wow. Yeah. I had a couple shows and I just I just never finished. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to, if we ever get the video back going again, we'll maybe we'll have a little blips of rum. Anyways, we gotta take a break. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick right here on Tojinet and Pararex Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, three eighty six Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and also the Glant Messier Family Law Group, fifteen High Street, North Andover. And our good patrons, Sue Brown and Anna Isabel Rocha, who support the show, and you can too. Go check out our page and find out how. We'll be right back. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, Get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing. 
although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Rustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian, who have no guests and are just Ron and Ian. Here we are. Here you go. Here we anyway, are. so <laughs> Jen and I did go to the thrift store over the well, last Thursday. I saw that. And I got a brand new deck of uh, John Holland's The Spirit Messages Daily Guidance or Oracle deck. And it's brand new. The book hasn't even been used because the spine isn't broken or anything. It's like, oh, wow. Man. Anyways, for two bucks. So that's a deal. That yeah. is a deal. And, you know, it's, it's one man's junk is another man's treasure. You know, it was, it was ninety five on the back of it. Probably a gift gone bad. Somebody got it and they're like, what the heck am I going to do with this? <laughs> so do you want your spirit, spirit message? I absolutely do. I would never turn that down. All right. And uh, you will be the first one out of this book. Ooh. So I'm I am shuffling, shuffling the deck, and you I just tell it. me you okay. tell me when, and then that will be your message. I love all that stuff. Oracle Good. cards, tarot cards, whatever kind of cards. Mm-hmm. Read me. <laughs> right. So you say when, and that's the card I'll draw. All right. uh, When? Okay. So here we go. And it is give back. Uh Uh-huh. So is that a banana? Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today, Today is the day to cast aside normal routines and make your main purpose to serve. It is about giving back without any thoughts or expectations of getting anything in return. Reach out and touch other people's spirits, as it's highly likely that someone really needs it today. Oh. Let me see if it's. Uh, uh, let me see if I can give you more in the book. Okay, okay it's on page. I like three. that because you know what? I try and live my life like that. Yeah, we need that stuff, really, to be honest with you. So many times, like, someone will say, well, to me, you know, well, you know, don't do that because, you know, they'd never they'd never do that for you. And I'm like, but that's that's not what it's about. I I don't do things with the expectation (laughs) of anybody doing anything for me ever. Okay, so there's there's more to this. It's not how I roll. You like to hear the rest of it? Okay. All right. So you read, you heard the part that I told you. Yep. This card comes forth as a gentle yet timely reminder to give back. The kindness you give or show to another will reinforce that person's belief and faith that there are people who really care. 
One simple act of kindness can create a ripple effect that can reach further than you could ever know. Do you remember the time when a random act of kindness changed your life? Such kindness deepens and enlightens the souls and produces rewards far greater than any material gain. Look for an appropriate opportunities to share your energy and love with someone. A smile, a kind act, even a compliment comes from the heart and soul and could be the best thing you could do for yourself today. You may ask a question about um, obtaining something, but to, that's why I can't read, to prime the pump of abundance, to bring something into your life, it has to be worked both ways. It's all about giving and receiving. Trust that the universe knows of your request and um, will bring it to you uh, with divine timing. Acts out, uh, acts of reaching out or giving back. Thank God, it's not much more. We punished <laughs> you with courage, hope, inspiration, and strength. And at times can also provide a new direction. By touching people's lives, you're opening the door to miracles. So you there go. you go. That was a good card, by the way, Ann. That is a really good card. I like that. And I and and you've heard the story before. But can I tell this story about the girl I met on the train? You know, we we talked about that a little bit earlier in synchronicity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So people are probably wondering from that too. So yeah, I would I would love that. Yeah. Okay. So the girl I met on the train. And and I'm, I'll try and give you like the Reader's Digest version because oh, no, it is a long story. You, can, you know, we're here. We're not so, born. <laughs> you're a captive audience. So, so and this is this is this card just brings that all right back to me. Is that I was on the the commuter rail. I was going into Boston um, to meet my husband and mem- other members of my family because one of our relatives was out visiting from Chicago. And we were meeting her in Boston. She was here for like a conference. So I'm out in the country here. And um, so I go to the train station. I left work early. And uh, I'm sitting at the train station. And I realize I got the, the time wrong for uh, – I, I looked – I think I looked at outbound instead of inbound or whatever. So I, I, I realized it uh, – when the train came going the other direction and I'm like, Oh crap, what did I do? So I missed the train I was supposed to take and I had to do some fast footwork and hoof it over to the next town to catch a different train at a different time. And I was already running late. So I get on the train and we stop in Brockton and a girl gets on. She's very disoriented. She's, she's, you know, she sits down and she's like just about falling out of the seat and she's dropping her money. And um, I'm looking at this other guy who's sitting across from her. And yeah, I can tell he's, he's like, Hey miss, wake up, wake up. You, you're dropping your money on the floor. And like, then he gets up and he moves cause he doesn't want to be involved. Right. And I'm like, Oh, swell. Right. So I'm here looking at this girl. I'm like, she's going to topple out of her seat. She's going to fall on the floor. She's going to drop all her stuff. So I go over and she's young. You know, she's probably like my daughter's age. It's a few years ago. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, honey, come over here and sit with me. 
let's pick up your money, sit in the seat. What's going on? Are you okay? And she's like, oh, um, and she's, she's high as a kite. So she, she says to me, uh, I'm going to meet my boyfriend out in Swampskit and, um, uh, uh, my father didn't want me to go when I, I was upset and I took some of my mother's, uh, whatever, Xanax. I don't know what she took. So now she's like, woo, her eyes are like saucers. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, great. And I'm like, how is this girl ever going to go into Boston, go to South Station, transfer over to the Silver Line? And and first she had to get on, she had to get on the Red Line and then transfer to the Silver Line, whatever. So anyways, and then she realized she forgot her cell phone. She left her in her father's car. So I gave her my cell phone and, she, you know, whatever to, to use and call her dad. And Anyway, so she tells me we're on the way to South Station. She said, um, a dog attacked me uh, last year and he bit me and he, he ripped my ear off. And they had to reattach my ear and I got Ooh. addicted to painkillers. Mm. And I mean, she told me this, you know, someone that I just met and she was not, a, she was not like a mess. Like she was well-dressed, she was put together and her makeup was on and she kept asking me, she's like, is my makeup okay? And, <laughs> you know, and uh, like, so she was not like this stumbling, you know, drug addict. And um, so we got into South Station and I, I got her. You know, we had to buy her a ticket for the red line, and um, she had plenty of money, you know. And so I'm like, like somebody could have just totally taken advantage of this poor thing, right? Aww. And I felt bad for her. People get addicted, and and sometimes it's 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 wasn't their choice. It just it happened. Um, so, anyways, I got her on the red line. We bought her a ticket. I wrote down on a piece of paper, I'm like, this is what you need to do, and this is what you need to get on the silver line. And, and you know, she gave me a big hug and a kiss, and she's like, you're my angel. Somebody sent me to you, or sent you to me. Let's see, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> to be my angel. And oh, that's what that's I'm talking sweet. about. I, that was synchronicity. And I wouldn't believe anything but that that was synchronicity. And she, she got there, and I had her um, boyfriend's number on my phone because she had called him from my phone. Right. So I thought about her all night, right? And when I finally did get into Boston and I did meet up with my family, they're like, why would you do that? Why would you – you don't even know this girl. And I'm like, how could I not? Yeah, well, you're a nice person. How could I not? How could I walk away? I, I couldn't because all I could think of was what if that was my daughter? And um, so anyway, so the next day I texted the, the number for her boyfriend and I'm like, I have to know, um, did she make it okay? Did, did you pick her up and is she with you? And he said, yes, thank you so much. She made it here. Oh, cool. And I... So that's synchronicity. Don't yep. you can tell me all you want about 
well, mathematics will explain its way, but. Yeah, well, you know, mathematics explains a lot. I don't, I don't believe it. So yeah. there, so there. I told you it was a long story. I told That's you to tell a long story. Not that long. <laughs> but uh, and I and and who knows? You know what? You know what, Ron? Maybe that was the first step for her. Maybe That's right. she got off the opioids and maybe she turned her life around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll never know, but I sure hope that I helped. You know, that's the interesting thing is, is that we don't know how we affect other mm-hmm. people. We just, we just don't. You're right. And, and I know, you know, I, I sit and I, I've been doing this radio show for years and years and years and years <laughs> and years and years and years. And, and you know, I wonder if, you know, anybody's listened, but every so often I'll get a, an email and, uh, you know, it, it, it realized how much we've affected someone's lives. And yeah. it, it's, it's so important to, to realize that. And, uh, I mean, uh, we're just here. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for, what, 10 years, me and you? Yeah. Yeah. It's about. And... Yeah. I mean, I've always enjoyed it, and uh, you know, I and and so many people have said, "Oh, listen to your show," and I'm like, "Really? <laughs> you know, Why? Just, Why?" Like, just babble. I and wouldn't I, listen to my show. <laughs> oh God, it's it is funny though. Mm-hmm. And um, our friend John out there, how long, John? How long you've been listening to our show? Yeah, John, you're a solid fan. Yeah. Yeah. Always there. Yeah. And Nate. Although I. Where is Nate? We haven't seen Nate for a long time. I know. Yeah. Well, he's a working man now. That's true, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. See how you affect people? Look at that. (laughs) How these things happen. That's right. I guess I'm a nice person after all, huh? Well, you could put it to a vote, but uh, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks. Well, I didn't say how I'd vote. You know, I might vote for you as a nice person. I hope so. I just might. Try. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, there we go. We get an answer from that. 2010 on iTunes, listened live since 2011. Wow, 10 years. Well, yes. we thank you, John. We appreciate it. As long as I've been on. John, it must be longer than that because he used to listen to Maureen, you and Maureen. He did? I thought. Oh, no. Probably on iTunes. Oh, on iTunes, yeah. Yeah, probably on iTunes. Okay. But anyway. So it's it's all, all this stuff is so, so intriguing. Even dreams. Now, you're a big dream person too, right? You believe in dreams or messages too? I've had. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of my dreams, but mm-hmm. the ones I do remember are very clear, and I feel like um, it's been those, a message. So those are the ones that you believe the ones that are clear are your messages, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sorry, I was just answering John. I know. Uh, I, had, I figured I mean, you were I've doing that. Couple I've had a couple about, you know, like my dead neighbor, Karen, God bless her. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling us that the Christmas, I mean, the Halloween party, yeah. I've had that dream. Um, I had a really clear dream one time about 
my mother was there and she brought me to a house. Like it was so vivid. Like I even knew the address of the house and she brought me to this house and I was talking to this old couple, but I kept falling asleep. <laughs> and well, it was no, really, it was, it was, very <laughs> I was falling asleep in my dream and the people, and I was talking to the people, but while I was talking to them, I kept falling asleep and they kept shaking me and saying, you have to leave now. You, you're falling asleep. It's time for you to go. So, and I talked, you know, who I talked to about this was Kelly Spangler. And she said, you were talking with your ancestors. And that's why it was so clear. And that's why, you know, like I remember the room I was in. I remember what the outside of the house looked like. I remember the address of the house. Like it was, everything was so, so vivid. And uh, she said that, that you were, you were sitting there talking with your ancestors. I don't remember what we talked about. Yeah. But I, I was definitely, my mother brought me there. Huh. That's intriguing. So. Now, it, it's one of the things that, I, I don't know if you've ever had this done. Have you ever found your, like, totem animal or or uh, have you ever connected through spiritualism where they, they take you across the bridge? No. No? No. What is that? The all, all the modalities, uh, whether it's shamanism or, or uh, uh, witchcraft or, or whatever, they they all take you in the, in the same thing. And basically, uh, it's a long story, but you, you know, you you may be going across a bridge, and then you'll see someone on the other side of the bridge. And as you cross the bridge, it gets clearer and clearer. And, and whoever that is, is, is someone who's uh, got a message from you, whether it's from the spirit world or, or your totem or it's whatever. There's a whole, whole thing of it. And, and it's basically, they count you down and do it, but all the different modalities have a very similar thing. Uh, and, and yet they're, you know, they adapted differently. So it's intriguing that those things happen at the, you know, each one of them has their own. Now, it, it, we don't know where it, the original came from, whether it was, you know, spiritualism, witchcraft, uh, Jewism, who, whatever, shamanism. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but they each have it, even Buddhism. So uh, everyone is different. Uh, mm. It's intriguing. Have you ever had that done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've What's had that spirit several, several times. My spirit animal is the bear. The bear. Mm. Speaking about the bear, me. you see that the grizzly bear killed the hunter in Alaska. Grizzly Fine. bear one, hunter zero. No. That's what you get for taking on something bigger than you. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get yours, man. Mm. I did but, not see that. And other sad news, uh, <laughs> tilting rock fell down. Ah, oh, I did see that. That was very sad. Yeah. I'm sure our friend Derek Gunn is very upset about that. Yeah. Because he's yeah. into those standing rocks. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln, I mean, uh, George Washington tried to tip that over. Really? And that's just what the story was. They say so. Yeah. It's, yeah they, my... they had actual footage of it on the news. <laughs> <laughs> really? They did. It was the funniest thing. Um, they George had. Washington. My yeah, they had, they had like a. Boy, that rock is. Oh, yeah. They had like an animated 
George Washington trying to push the stone. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, well, that's... it was cute. I mean, yeah, the video is, is pretty good for 1776. Uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it was saying uh, it was cute. Uh, you know, I mean, but unfortunately, that's the way life is. Uh, we lost the the old man in the mountain, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. which was a, a mainstay for hundreds of years. <laughs> it's on your state seal, isn't it, or? Yeah, Granite State Steel. They're talking about uh, putting him back or, or rebuilding it, basically. His nose back on, putting his face back on. Put the whole thing back on. It's gone. Build his face. Yeah. <laughs> we can build them bigger, better, stronger. <laughs> <laughs> and the same thing with Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is, is there are constant uh, things that are happening that they have to go in and try to repair and, and fix to prevent that from falling apart as well. There are rocks and there's this thing called gravity and you know, well it's a lot of things called freezing and frost yeah. and water. Like and, yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of things that can happen to it but uh, yeah it's the way life is. It's, it's sad because we 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 adapted. I mean, we, I don't know, we have a spot in our heart for the, you know, like the old man on the mountain. I, you saw the old man on the mountain, I'm sure, right? I've never seen it in person. But you I never mean, did? No. You never went up to Franconia Notch? Nope. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Especially huh? you, camper girl. I, I, I don't know. We don't camp in New Hampshire that often. I know, but that's like, well, that's, wow. No, I never saw it. We used to go there before they put the super highway that takes you right up there now. Ooh, <laughs> on the wagon back... trails? Yeah, wow. basically. Yeah, pretty much it was up there. You could go. <laughs> it was great. And, the, and across from there was the the flume, which is another – it's a nice walk that takes you through the flume. flume and it's uh, – oh, that was so – I can't believe you haven't done that yet. Oh, wow. That 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 really amazes me. Wow, I, I mean, I've been a lot of places that – that's just not one of them. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, the the bike girl, the camper, it's like, wow. Missed out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, well, when next time That's, they put it up. <laughs> when they put his face back up, I'll go see him. Yeah, there you go. There you go. When I first met Jan, I took her up there. Ooh. Yeah. Which is funny because she was like all up in a dress in nylons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go hike through the woods. I want to show you. Yeah, this. that's that's me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you old romantic. Yeah, the old romantic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that was uh, that's a shame, but it does happen. Now, I've, if you've gone to Dighton Rock, I've been to. Um... The other one, not Dighton Rock. Esquam. Yeah. Whatever, I can't say it. You know that. I can't speak English. Never mind Indian. The one on 44. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm having a brain fart. I'm sorry, folks. You and I go there? No. I went with somebody. I have no clue. No. Um. No, I went there. Uh, Lizzie and I have been there. We actually went out there and Anawan, Anawan Rock. Anawan Rock, that's I've it. I've been to yeah. Anawan Rock. I have not been. I have driven by uh, where you can go in to see mm-hmm. the Dighton uh, one, but I, I was not able to stop at that 
I'm like, oh, look, that's where you go in. Vroom. Zoom by. Well, after oh. this virus thing goes, that's a, that's a thing we should do for the show. We should go and uh, do a road trip on some of these local uh, legends and local whatever you call them. I would love Why? to do that. That would be cool, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. We can use Lizzie's book. Tell us the directions on how to get to all of them. Really? Yeah. What is Lizzie's book? Oh, yeah. You had to ask me. Ins- I think it's inside the Bridgewater Triangle. It's, uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, let me let me tell you, Elizabeth. <laughs> you brought it up, kid. <laughs> Liz, I know, right? Hey, Elizabeth Russell. Yeah, she's probably listening. Somewhere she's, she's going to listen to this podcast and she's go, She's listening yeah. screaming at you during the podcast. Yeah. It's- I, she's an author. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for goodness sakes. Where, hold on. Let we had her on the show a, a few weeks back. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, damn it. Lizzie, what's the name of your book? <laughs> I think it's inside. Hold on. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, That's no problem. But she has, like, uh, she did all the, um, oh, for goodness sakes, now I can't even type because we're running out of time. She yeah. did, like, directions on how to get to all the places in the, the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, cool. Um, so, oh, I don't know. I can't find it. I'm under pressure. That would be awesome. Just put in Elizabeth Smoopy on Amazon. Then I she- know. No, it's no, it's Elizabeth Russell. I know. Let me go to Amazon. Hold on. Talk. Make small talk. I'm on I'm I'm Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, you- oh, and there's the bell. Two-minute warning. There you go. So, anyways, uh, if you like the show and you want to see it continue, join us in the uh, Patreon uh, page, and you'll uh, – Ann and I will probably do some stuff you won't be able to hear anywhere but for our Patreons. Ooh, so, I can't super- wait. Sue Brown has uh, joined us, as well as uh, Anna Isabella Rocha. Uh, I hope I'm saying that name right. Aro. I think so. Rocha. Two's my favorite. It's called Touring the Bridgewater Triangle. I've redeemed myself. Touring <laughs> the Bridgewater Triangle. It is zero dollars on Kindle. If you have Kindle Unlimited, mm-hmm. by Lizzie Russell, and it just it gives you directions on how to get. To is all it, the places in the big one. Is it hot cover too or soft cover? Uh, there's a paperback for twelve ninety nine. Cool. Yep. I'll put that. I'll have to put the link. I'll put the link on our page. Our Ghost Chronicles yeah, next generation. After this. <laughs> Lizzie's going to yell at me. Anyways. You were screaming it's in the radio right now. I so. know. <laughs> but, anyway. uh, yeah. Well. The show is rolling down, and we want to thank everyone for listening and, and joining us on this long journey we've been on over 20 years now. And uh, whew, that's a long that's time. long time. It's a long time. It's a lot of shows. Whoa. See, it's 20 years, 300 and no, 52 shows, say 50 a year. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> Way too many. A long time. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, remember, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messia Family Law Group, 15 High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. So have a good night, and God bless, and stay safe. We'll see good you Good night, time. everybody. Love you. Thanks for listening.
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.